Tonight we welcome the Highway Poets to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. Highway Poets are old friends of the Phoenix and my co-host Tom Gaffey. And they have an incredible musical history in Sonoma County. They've been voted Best Rock Band by the North Bay Bohemian, Best Band in Sonoma County by the Press Democrat, Best Local Band by SF Weekly, and the list goes on and on. Right now we'll get to know the people behind the music, and then they will play a collection of songs. Please welcome to the program, Highway Poets. Highway Poets. (sighs) Thank you all. Absolutely. We appreciate it. These guys have about a combined history of maybe 150 years on this stage. <laughs> yeah. and in this building, actually. Yeah. I got my first start here, actually. Uh, Tom and my father snuck me through the back door to see my very first uh, big screen movie here. Oh. It was Batman. the first Batman. Yeah. Yes. Just to say Batman. Oh, my God. Michael Keaton And Batman. I was the hugest the best Batman. Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah. The real oh. Batman. I literally sat yeah. on that balcony and Far I out. watched Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> the real Batman, kids. And, uh, Michael Keaton, black, <laughs> yellow. And Jack oh. Nicholson said, have you ever danced with the devil in a pale moon? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I always just, that. I always liked when he pulled out the gun. Man. Yeah, the big long bang gun. <laughs> Save the girl. <laughs> and uh, actually, uh, I, I have a long history with uh, Tom and, and the That's Phoenix true. also just because, uh, you know, obviously my family um, owns and operates the Mystic Theater oh, and have for yeah, a long time. Yeah. And through that, my grandmother, so weirdly, who raised all the O'Donnell boys, yes, apparently used to run the Mystic, oh, and actually even no, ran the Phoenix or the Phoenix. I'm sorry, your grandmother when, taught me how to run a movie. And, and he always told me when I was a kid yeah. that your grandmother taught me how to run this place. Oh yeah, and I think that you should go into that uh, yeah. because well, because I was going to say the history Tom has <laughs> with you guys it's crazy. predates yeah, some yeah. of oh, your existence. Oh, I don't even yeah. know about this. She was quite a lady. Your your grandmother. Oh my gosh, I. Uh, Ooh, just loved her for crying so out loud. So back to it though. So she originally this was the state. I'm oh, sorry, this was the state theater. What was this? this called was, no, this was the showcase. Showcase when she ran it, you right? Bet. And um, this was, very theater. Yeah, yeah this, this very theater, theater was, was called the showcase, showcase I believe. Yeah, it turned I, I, into I the showcase in '66. But well, and it, yeah, it always stuck with me when you told me about the my grandmother because yeah, it absolutely. seemed like the same kind of things oh, yeah. that she gave you, you yes. passed on to yes. the next generation. And it just exactly. and I feel like we are trying to pass on to the next and absolutely it's, it's something that's to me that's that's the beautiful part of it all that wraps it all up. Not just respecting elders, but just respecting people that have been there before you. Yes. It doesn't have to be someone necessarily that much older just someone that's done it before you. You know, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's just life in general. It's like respect it, and and if someone's got that kind of heart to yeah. give you a little peace of mind, you know, oh, take yeah. it with some heart. She, she had such a big heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's only like half the story, right? Oh yeah, because, yeah. I mean, could... because, no, no, I did. But I mean, so there, there's some background that predates you. Oh yeah. But oh, yeah. Sebastian's father is well, somebody oh, yeah. who you grew well, up Sebastian's with. Sebastian's father. Yeah. You just yeah, take it, was, it away. Sebastian's father grabbed me uh, because uh, he had known my brother first. Oh, I didn't know and uh, yeah, absolutely. So my brother and he were closer in age, uh, but I think um, so. Jack came in and uh, rented some office space for, at a warehouse at Ten Ten Lakeville, which is now the In and Out Burger. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, this was my dad's building. That's where my parents met, actually, at Ten Ten Lakeville. Well, yeah, my mom was uh, his secretary. Yeah, oh, no that's way. yeah, that's absolutely correct. And he would, and so he started. Uh, one of the first things he did in his space was start rehearsing with Hollis Tessier and yeah. just a cadre of other drummers. He was trying to get Jack now and avoid the rush back together. Yep. 
So which, I was, which uh, was a band he'd had which in was an a earlier band, time. Yeah, which was a band that had, that had quite a bit of action. And they were, yeah. uh, that was where I think Jack was cutting his teeth on a lot of the chops that he played. And yeah, he was a man. great player. So Jack now is your father. Yeah. And tonight, yeah. you guys, at the end of the set that you play, you play a cover of uh, The Weight. The Weight, which is a tune that band, I played with him. Absolutely. Which you played with Jack now. Yeah, uh, what, absolutely. 30, 40 years ago or something. Uh, well, yeah, in, uh, boy, 77, 78, something like that. 79, 77, 78, and 79, yeah. I bet. A couple, a few days ago, I started having this big hit. Well, at first I started thinking about Jack, and then I realized, wait, I got to do a tune with these guys. I got to do the weight with these guys. Yeah. And now I know it's like I had Jack kind of talking in my ear a little bit. You well, and, and important just context for people who don't know the band. Jack passed away how, uh, yeah. a few years ago. Uh, uh, ten years ago. Ten yeah. years ago. Yeah. Now he actually uh, he passed away. I don't know. I don't think we've ever even really like, told this. Out yeah, we, yeah, it's not been a public. He thing. Uh, uh, he passed away while sitting in uh, with our band at the time. Uh, Taylor and Ryan weren't with us, but Travis and I were playing, and we're playing one of his songs. And it was at the Odd Job, or the Odd uh, Fellows odd Hall Fellows in yeah. Sebastopol. Sebastopol, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, it's just the three of you guys? Uh, well, no, we, we, had, had, a, we had a bass player and a drummer. And uh, essentially what happened was uh, we, were, we were playing his song, and, I, like, no joke, not to, like, make it dark and, uh, you know, sad to anybody listening, but it's uh, pretty much we're playing his song, he's singing, he's fronting it, and we're sitting there, and he, like, looks at me and goes, like, he was a crowd pumper type of guy, and he's like, you guys having fun? And everybody's like, yeah. And then uh, he goes, like, I'm having the best time of my life right now. Take it away, son. He throws a soul to me. No joke, you could not make this up. Um the first note I hit, he just like fell to his knees. And I thought he was doing some like Elvis C yeah. type of showman thing. He was a showman. Yeah. And yeah. from there, it's the darkness. But that's, yeah. that to me is an amazing way. I mean, oh, yeah. he looked up to everybody from Janice to Jimmy to Jim Morrison. All these people were his favorites, his, his yeah. heroes. And they all went out in yeah. the dark in by themselves dark in a bathtub, you know, eyes closed, um, alone. And he, and he went out the way, like I like to believe, oh, the way man. they wished they could have gone. Oh, I mean, yeah, like a and, rock star. Uh, yeah. To, we yeah, always talk star. about, we, we hope to God one day that if it ever happens to one of us, you know, God forbid, yeah. that it's on stage with yeah. the people oh, we love, yeah. you know. What a way to like, go. That's, I mean, to, to me, that's like, what, what a that's better way. That's the best way, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. what else can you even ask for? Yeah. And it was like the Incas or the Mayas. I can't remember what it was. They had a, a game, and the, uh, whoever was captaining the team that won, uh, would promptly have his head chopped off. Yeah, <laughs> went out at the top of his game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. went out at his highest moment. And I mean, we had a, we had a tumultuous relationship for a, a, a long a, for a, for a time. Mm-hmm. And but it was beca- for me, it was because I honestly started playing music and I started late. Was p- purely based on I got to figure out a way to connect with my dad. I can't settle for just hating this guy or just being angry or just whatever and him being angry at me like for no was, reason other than just release. terrible terrible just you know like past that weird messy family stuff you know mm-hmm. and so I would no joke like would go to his house day after day after day after him and my parent my, him and my mother split up and um, I would sit there and I would say <clears throat> like alright let's do it and we would argue we'd argue argue till it was like bad and then after about a year of that, it stopped being arguments. Then it started being jamming. Then he gave me a bass guitar. Then I started playing bass behind him and his friends. And then our arguments would be like, no, you're playing the wrong chord. <laughs> and then I got to be like, okay. And then we became friends. And like, so, so music for me was 
not only for me to get like cleaned up from the sh- stuff I was involved in, but also to uh, find a relationship with him. Yeah. And because of all that, when like, so my, like I said, I'm sorry if this is too dark for it, but no, uh, it's not, no, it's not too dark. Yeah. My father, he had a heart attack four years prior to the one that killed him. I literally was like, I don't even care. I, I think about it to this day and it, it kind of, I was like, I don't care. You know, like whatever. I didn't want to go to it. My mom was like, you got to the hospital. I didn't even want to go and see him. I didn't care. I literally didn't care. And in the four years from that point, I had started learning how to play to get close to him. And then the, by the time he had passed away, he passed away with me on, with my band. Yeah. And it was devastating, you know, but beautiful in a way, you know, like I, I can't even explain how, how, like, oh, so, how beautiful. so beautiful because of yeah. the, because of the path from that heart, the yeah. first heart yeah. attack to the second one. Yeah. yeah. A lot of like, if I've, t- you know, people want to talk about it or it always comes up cause it's, it is kind of a phenomenal story that somebody passed away on stage. Mm-hmm. And whenever it happens, I, I tend to, people think it's going to get sad and if, if you think about the dark part it's sad it's, it's but it's not, to it, us it's beautiful yeah it, yeah it's beautiful it, is, it yeah. really is and if, musician, if you knew jack when we weren't getting along there was good reasons on both sides for it and by the time we got along it, it was it was realistically getting along it was two people had became different people and yeah. we like re-met each other in a sense boy and now you look kind of exactly like him when you were up playing <laughs> by the way yeah i hear that i've heard that before He's, i bet yeah, you have yeah so you guys have been collaborating for 12 years and you yeah, say probably. you've been the best of yeah. friends and the worst of enemies. Oh, have yeah. you been the worst of enemies because collaborating with someone you care about is hard? We've, and we've do you never, find that you butt heads? Or has it been uh, outside of the music relationship that you've butted heads? Well, we're both uh, like strong personalities, mm-hmm. you know, in a sense. So I think we, we've never really had anything that was like terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, well, you just were well, like different people yeah. when you met. Yeah, exactly. Was. You know, and I mean, us, well, and us, like I say, it's like a marriage. Like in a, in, and that's a big thing. And that's not... I think a lot of people say that about their bands. But it's rare that actually it happens. And, and why do you say it's actually happened here? Well, it actually has happened because Taylor, Travis, and myself, and, and Ryan's been in with us for about a year and a half. But, I mean, we have, like, pounded it out from, like, you know, I feel like there, you, you are not really a band until you look at you and go, like, why the fuck are we a band? And then all of a sudden... You're like, well, we're a fucking And the next band. day you're still a yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like literally like, when Shane left from us, that was a that was hard. fucking that was tough. blow. Yeah. It was a blow. Like we literally, didn't know okay. What to do. So it was my Big, worst my worst yeah. nightmares in life would have been like to find out that I was about to have a baby and for anybody in the band to quit. And they both happened both two days before my birthday. <laughs> At the same time, I was like, How long oh, ago was that? Shit. And that was a year ago. A year and a half, year ago. And a half, a half ago. ago. Yeah. So then you 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 have a, I now have a baby. Yes, oh, yeah. congratulations! Yeah, Tell us as well. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. congratulations. These guys are yeah. So these the two people in the band, the band that yeah. have children. Yeah. 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 yeah, which actually, you know, that's a cool little segue to this record because this record is actually very heavily influenced by all that. that. Baby, child. baby, baby child. child, baby child. <laughs> well, I, I would love you actually if you want to go into that. Uh, please do. I just want to read something you guys have on our press material, yeah. which is yeah. uh, between the highs and the lows, the whispers and the cries. There are stories of pain and the glory that come from the human condition. And I don't know. Oh, but my, awesome. my question was going to be, do you, do you feel like that's actually true? Or do you feel like it's just yeah, part of like of the, the, the poet's brand? No, no, you know, no, you know what's funny all. is that's, that, that's that's funny. Just I don't think we, I think we very much, as much as we wish we could be like branding experts, yeah. 
I think we're the worst brand yeah, experts. Our band sounds like a bluegrass band because it started that way. And then we're like, fuck it, we're gonna have this like taggy looking logo. And you know what? We're gonna have like a kind of an R&B song into like a straight bluesy song. <laughs> You're an eclectic band. Yeah. It has a bunch of pieces yeah. that don't make a lot of sense maybe. Our, our brand but is that's that okay. we do whatever we want to do <laughs> and please, please somebody like it so that we can do it for a living. Like, I think that's like our brand. I interrupted you though. You said yep. that this new album has a lot to do with that. Oh yeah. Well, I think for me personally and what is it called it's called well i think we're safe to say we've been kind of changing it back and forth we're going to yeah. call it chasing youth, or chasing youth. which okay. is one of the tunes actually that we play uh, that we're going to play tonight um and uh th- that that song in, in general is kind of like for me when i when i we weren't trying to have a kid at all it was a complete complete surprise uh it was like a tough tough few days for us both you know like it was like okay fuck we're gonna do this and me as a musician i'm like well my life is over. Not going to happen. Any, there's no, no, it's over. No, it's done. And uh, so it turned out that essentially through that nine months, like Taylor can even credit this because yeah, he, he has a daughter as well. And, um, but they, they were going for it. They were trying to get it going and we were super supportive of that. So we kind of went through a different thing and he like had to talk me off ledges constantly like, oh, I just don't even know. But it was, it was, a, it was a struggle for me. And, and how did you get him off the ledge? I think we just we just talked it. We just had to yeah, talk about it for a, a, a lot. lot. Why why is Many, his life not over though? Why is his music career not over? Obviously, I guess because we're here. We're yeah, we're doing yeah. it, and and uh, I mean, really, this I, is going to sound super cheesy, but the real rock stars are the women behind this whole thing say, because they really yeah. make it all happen for their us. Girl, I mean, their girls are the are the the real like strength and like the the rocks. You just can't do it without man, without honestly. that. I mean, they it's let not stressful behind yeah, every great man just, is a greater woman. It's yeah. true, man. It's that's, true. That's so not, luckily, we have some true. serious uh, support on our end at home. What happened for me and. Uh, and right now it's still very fresh and I wonder if I'm like convincing myself of it or not. And I don't think I am at all, but I think I kind of feel like it's just kind of started because before that I was just, I don't know. I was just doing stuff. You have this huge responsibility. You can't mm-hmm. just do whatever anymore. Yeah. So that makes everything that you do a very conscious decision. Yeah. You yeah. know, your time is much more finite. Yeah. Everything's, yeah. everything's yeah. got to count. Everything's got to count. About. Yeah. I was like, cause I've always been like, I don't like to plan. I go by the seat of my pants. It's all going to figure out. Like I really genuinely thought that that was an amazing way to live your life. Like it's just all going to happen. And then you look at it and you're like, we've done more in the last year of our lives Yeah, as people and as a band and musically and even writing. Like mm-hmm. for me, writing is what actually turned it for me is I was afraid that I won't have any time to write. I'm going to be running around like I'm going to be tired. And those things are there and they're happening, but I can write more in, the sh- in a shorter amount of time than spending all day going like, what am I going to write about today? You know, <laughs> what, what will people think of me? What do I think? It's just like, I feel like there's a lot of honesty in the band too. It's kind of like, yeah, like that brutal honesty where, yeah, totally like <laughs> this is it. It may suck. It, it may be great, but like we're very like, if I quote the dead, like honest to the point of recklessness, which is what <laughs> is necessary yeah. for yeah. anything. Really. You have to be. Yeah. I have a distraction that is a beautiful distraction. Mm-hmm. You know, it keeps me away from just the heady thing that I think. I think any great writer is just trying to get away from themselves. Yeah. You know, like you're just yeah. not not an escape. Like. You're writing yeah. about like the it's fantasy land you want to be, it's, it's but you're just like, wow, like the good songs, even if they take you months to write, you're like, I don't, I don't know. Like that's just, I learned something from that and, and I made that onto a piece of paper. 
well, what do we do now? You know, there is a, I'm not going to do it justice because it's been years since I saw it, but Louis CK tells a good story in an interview he did about how, um, you know, before he had a child, he always would complain about not having inspiration and it took him forever to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then he had a child and all of a sudden, like he, he act, you know, it was yeah. no longer just him. He was career, responsible for Yeah, And, and, and so, so it became one of those things where it's like, I can't wait around for inspiration. Yep. I need to get this done yeah. now because yeah. I have another mouth to feed and I don't want to stop doing comedy. Yeah. That reminds so, me too of uh, uh, Jaco Pastorius when he had his first child he saw his child be born and right after he was like I need to do something that's never yep. been done before yeah. like, I need to do it like right yeah. now and yeah, like, man. Like, Dr. Dre as well man to take yeah. Yeah. he had his kid and he was like I gotta do something. I'm gonna teach this easy E guy how to rap because yeah. you know, like he's like, I gotta make some money, man. Yeah. <laughs> and that was exactly it. That's exactly kid, what happened. What you could do is like, you're an artist or whatever, you know. Like, like I, I hate thinking of that. Like I'm an, an artist, you know. But it's like, you're an artist, I guess, and you can't say that it's about making money. It's not about the money. Like I spent my entire life. Like it's not about, and it wasn't. But then you have a kid. You can say, hey, it's about the money. Yeah. I got an art. I got something inside me. I want to get out, and I want to share it in a way that every that the hopefully a lot of people want to listen to or hang out with or you know connect to. But once you have like a kid hit you, you're like you can be like, yeah, I want to get some money here, and we're gonna find a way to do this that's mm-hmm. real. To want to have a successful career in the music industry, it's got to be the craziest thing you could ever like consciously go like I'm gonna pursue. What it you know not to be like dark again, but a failing industry essentially. I like that marriage example. I want to finish yeah. one, but I like the yeah. idea of uh, yeah. Sometimes you wake up maybe yeah. ten or twenty years into marriage, you're yeah. like I feel like I don't even know this person anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Similarly, you know, oh, you yeah. hang out yeah. with people for yeah, twelve man. years, you're like, yeah. what? Oh, man, we lived together been for with, five yeah. solid years together, like, and, and we toured every day. And I've been with my wife the entire time. Yeah. So I, I I see marriage on both sides. So like in my head, <laughs> I love the female. idea of marriage because I think that God, I can't remember who it was. It's gonna be a terrible. It's gonna be a terrible. Thing to bring up, I guess, but because I want Sebastian's Polly. My what? He means he polyamorous. Yeah, <laughs> you polyamorous? No, <laughs> I just it was a joke because oh. yeah, yeah. I was really excited. I, oh, I, I was I, really yeah. excited about it. Really no, don't scratch that. Put that shit in. Yeah. Sorry, I want to <laughs> no, hear what you have to say about marriage. I think that's great. Well, in my head, like seeing it like within a band, it's a marriage, and a marriage is got to be love, and love is this thing, and I'm infatuated by love. I fucking love love. I have a relationship with love that's the same as my relationship with the guys in the band and my wife and my baby boy and my family. The idea of love is just like, because love fucking sucks, but it's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like that simple. It's like, and a band, the only way, and the reason why I think we can't crash and burn to me is because we've been in and out. People quit the band. People join fights, not getting along. One of them making money. What's going on? Keep it scheduled. Just being like a, you know your own shitty version of yourself from time to time and pissing off the people that you you care about like it can't crash and burn because in my head i'm like well i'm gonna keep working my ass forward to something and i'm gonna just try to absolve anytime i hurt somebody around me and as long as that goes it can't crash and burn it can only crash and burn if i'm like fuck all these people yeah. that i care about 
and if I believe that for longer than 10 seconds, then it can crash and burn. Well, yeah. that would also involve like uh, walking away from something you've spent 12 years yeah. b- b- building towards. This is, this is like a project yeah. that's yeah. culminated it was also, in this It moment, was also you know? an act, like the first like, honestly, like three or four years of me and CBS doing this was really just an accident. Like we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't really, like we wanted to be in a band, but we didn't really know what that meant. Well, that was the phase of relationship Until where you we, were just fooling around. Exactly. We were just, there were no titles. We were just, yeah. We didn't, yeah. we were just other parents. Up. We were just, just having a good time. Just Really big we're just light. having we're a young. good time. We're yeah. young and dumb. Yeah. We're just hooking up. Yeah. Yeah. But then we met, you know, Sebastian, uh, 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 Taylor and Shane. And then, you know, then it got a little more serious. And then we got the house. And then it got, you know, okay, we Wait, moved. So I we, can't play with other bands anymore? Yeah, oh, okay. we okay. moved in together. It's yeah, a little yeah, more that's serious. That's a bit of a jarring oh, thing once you make that realization. And then yeah. the divorce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then you get back together and how and sweet we get it back is together. to be loved yeah. by you. Um, <laughs> the album is uh, called Chasing Youth. Chasing and Youth. And I feel like we just went on a huge tangent, which was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but why does that uh, title mean something to you? I think, well, the song means more to me than any song I've ever made up because it was literally me dealing with like I think this when I wrote that song it was it, now it's this wonderfully beautiful warm loving song but at the time I wrote it going like fuck I like um, I, I really wrote it going like you know this might be the last song I ever did, did write you, it's the did, eulogy did you for write your music that career. before cause remember you so this is kind of funny like uh, what, uh, did you write it before you told me about I wrote it before I told those guys. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember because that was a big thing too. It was amazing because we've been best friends for that long, and of all the things that happened, I, I like it, it, like he you know he hit it for like he actually told Taylor well, first because the band was like kind of there was stuff happening and the crash. band was starting to crash a little bit because somebody left and, and like, eventually oh. he sat me down and said you know this is what's up I'm having a kid this and that because he he literally thought you know I thought everybody's gonna Travis leave, is like, gonna oh, hate he's gonna be like oh I think he's gonna hate. But he, you know, he kind of, of course, you had well, the fears. It seems like, like you got like three things going on. You've got the yeah. original intent of the song. It, yeah, yeah. You've, you've got the secret that you're and having a child. All, yeah. And now you have this song has it. a completely new meaning. Yeah. yeah. Well, so check this out. It like yeah. went through it's this cool whole metamorphosis. Like, so, and yeah. for my, my head, I always struggled with the second. I wrote maybe like probably like four or five second verses, you know, and uh, for me, because the first verse is what is it? It's like, um, I want to lay in your garden, I'm going to plant my seed. Your beauty as expected is everything I need, which is like me, like a nice way of saying I'm dealing with, you know, having a kid, but like poetically to sound cool, to not be like dark. I'm trying to like basically (laughs) convince myself this is a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. You don't want to remember yourself in history as being like, why? I was like, I was trying to turn my, you know, get over my, basically my boy was dying. There was a little boy inside me that I like had to like bury in the backyard. And I couldn't write the second verse. And then for me, it was a big moment to like start, I would sing the chorus to myself. It was almost like a mantra. I didn't think it would ever be in the band at all. Um, Cause it's like, I'm done. I'm singing. I'm done chasing youth. I'm done chasing youth. It's kind of like this big moment for me. Like, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to try and be this little boy and think that I have to be this young, you know, I'm, I've had far surba- surpassed a Kurt Cobain age limit, you know, like so that's she not mentioned in my car. 27 anyway. in the, yeah, exactly. The yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so essentially I was like, God, I'm, I got to get over this. I got to get over this. And then when the second verse came, I actually wrote the second verse after he was born. And it was, uh, and the second verse goes, I'm going to just out of context, kind of like stumble on my words, but it's like, um, I work so hard now, damn near all my life. I'm feeling turned around with the blood in my eyes. That's kind of like this poetic way of saying, I'm going to explain the lyrics. But essentially then the next line the is me going. Explanation of lyrics is good. Yeah. Well, I want to leave it to the listener if yeah. they want to yeah. take it another yeah, way. But say, I'm, I'm this song like, means yeah, a lot to me, yeah. so it's, it's cool. Uh, 
to explain it. But then, then I say like, um, um, yeah, you came so unexpected, you know, um, I thought I wasn't enough because that's essentially where I was at. Life has a way of burning you down just to build you back up. And that for me to be able to say that was actually like a huge moment. So Chasing Youth, uh, we just talked about the title track. Yeah. You guys play two other songs from that album tonight. Yeah. Um, are the, You were kind of like, those are going to be our kind of, hopefully our three hits. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, which yeah, you know, I mean, that's band. the hope is that yeah, people dig them. Yes. But, but my, my question is, are, are they, uh, are they, um, are those as significant, the other two, as Chasing Youth is to you? Yeah, so, well, Steady Hand definitely is. Um, it's Let's kind of a mo- steady hand. Yeah, steady hand. We're gonna play that one tonight. What I had to deal with was it wasn't the kid. It was if I if my dreams come true to be an incredible father is gonna be hard, and I still am fighting that every day because like literally, yeah, my too. dreams to come true. Yeah, Taylor, my dreams to come true is I'm not gonna make much money, and some band's gonna let us open up for them for six months, and I'm gonna miss a lot of that. And I like and for me, I found solace in artists that might not even be. That like like Sturgill Simpson kind of went through that, and he's been very open about how he was just grinding it out while away from his son, his firstborn son, for a lot of his life. And I'm like, man, I love his music, but then the fact that he grind out, he this album that actually gave him success was him grinding that out on a record, man. And I'm like, yeah. damn. And even then, you still think about that, and like it makes me it makes me a little sad. It's like, God, he missed that. You can't get that back. But I think that is probably the only time where I'll ever even like want to feel like the fire. it's a little bit of an, uh, no, like I could say like maybe it's the artist or whatever in you, that thing. It's just like, I just know myself well enough to know that if opportunity arises, I will make it all work and it will be an alternative lifestyle. So you've basically come to the conclusion of you're going to do what you need to do. Yeah. 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 yeah and I think she, and like, I think <laughs> the funny thing is I, tend to constantly want to remind her like you know i'm just gonna do whatever i'm gonna do it's gonna i'm gonna make it you know we're gonna figure this out and she's like you don't gotta tell me this i know it's fine <laughs> we'll make yeah. this work we have an incredible support system you know it's great it's really is good stuff it's conducive yeah. to i have the to like, convince myself yeah, it's, you, it's you telling it's yourself telling but you're yeah. actually yeah. saying it out loud yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like this is what i'm gonna be we're gonna be she's like i understand yeah. i got your back we got chill it. out enjoy this right now yeah. enjoy, like She's my freaking rock, yeah. That's yeah. a good woman right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's and that, amazing. And that's, that song is basically <laughs> that. It's, the, well, it's, it's me <laughs> it's a reminder. Really? It's me yeah. playing it's like the, the other role. It's, yeah. just, it's kind of me like, in that song, I'm like, she's like, I think I'm, we got to get rid of it. And I'm going, baby, don't get rid of our child. Yeah. I'm going to build this happy home. I got this steady hand. We're going we're gonna to do it. You know, like, and it's like, it, and I feel that every time. Yeah. Like, it's me making, it's me being the guy that I wish I was the day that we found out that she was pregnant, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. You go like, oh, I'm so glad. You know, like, and I, buddy, I love you to death. If you hear this in the future, <laughs> I love the hell out of you, man. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. So you know what's up. Yeah. We're not going to be shy about this. <laughs> we don't need yeah, to well, and, and when but, and when you're young, you'll probably hear this. Yeah. You'll be a little mad. But when you get older yeah. and it happens to you, you'll be like totally understandable. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. all good. So the future Rowan, we all love you, man. Yeah, yeah. We do. And that's significant. And yeah. this album captures that. And of course, Tom has watched you. Guys, my God, Tom has watched yeah. you be born, both yeah. of you guys. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, be boys and then be yeah. men. Yeah. And yeah. I guess I guess as we wind down the episode... Do you want to just reflect just for a moment oh, on been, what these men have yeah. meant to you? Oh, this guy, it's been a huge honor to have, to have both you guys uh, on this stage and in this room and, and actually be able to 
yeah, watch you kind of grow up. It's been huge because uh, both your dads were friends of mine and uh, had a good piece of who I am comes from those guys yeah, too. Man. Nice. And uh, yeah, so to have you, it's just, yeah, and, and you're going through the same experiences. And quite frankly, I've already got Ro booked for, I think Ro's coming in to play a gig in like, <laughs> yeah. God, it was like 2027 2027, something like that. Yeah, so put it in the calendar. We got it. It's already in the calendar. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Locked in. Yeah, Yeah. I think it was going to be a Timothy O'Neill reunion. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. It's going to be great. We'll be there. Perfect. Well, and on that, man, we love that. Not just make it all sad, but the hell out of you, man. You are like the angel of Petaluma, man. No, seriously. You really do so much for this. Not even just really just. Pat you on the back. Depends you on who you talk to. to. Yeah, well, that, all, yeah, all well, I gotta say is I don't care who I talk to, oh. and I tell them no matter what I hear, I'm like, you know what? I don't care what you read or what you <laughs> think about. No matter what you, Tom Gaffey's done more for this this town than most people even understand. So this was the first we time I played on a real drum riser, and I was no. like, yeah. And Jim, oh too, I mean, God. really, Jim too. Like just some of the stuff you've done as a promoter, yeah, absolutely, and as a booker. Like I really respect your work yeah, ethic and everything you've done in this town. Also, like as yeah. behind the scenes guy. And you know that, and I think I've told you yeah, already. But on, even on account, and, and just in general, yeah, just in Absolutely. general, like I really respect things that you've done for this area. Well, I appreciate that, and I would not have had a platform that would have uh, even connected us, yeah, yeah, if not for the Phoenix, yeah, right, Phoenix. and if not for. Well, well, I know you Tom, hate praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you hate praise. Yeah, but, but you know what? And here we keep coming back around. It goes right back to <laughs> Elaine O'Donnell. For oh, <laughs> so bring it back around full circle. Nana. Right? Yeah, it really does. Nana. Nana. You know, to Nana. all the grandmas of the world. Yeah, then. to all the Actually, my, the my grandmother yeah. worked in this theater in the 1940s. Yes, she did. Really? Oh, yeah. For, for Doc Nafee, who was another. That's crazy. She was an usher, and she would change in the dressing room, which was directly below us. Oh, that's insane. The infamous basement. Is there a basement? I won't walk in the basement. I don't like like oh, hell no. It's, oh. it's so uh, there, you know there's been a lot of grandmothers on this episode <laughs> yeah. and also uh, yeah. a lot of coming of age and yeah. a lot and a lot of history and that's that's the coolest thing I think yeah. about this episode yeah uh, I'm, I'm thrilled that you guys all got to do that song together that meant so much yeah, to your yeah, dad was, yeah. and to you Huge. and yeah. and and you guys too I mean the doing a partnership that lasts 12 years and and yeah. continues on and brings other people along is, is a remarkable remarkable yeah. thing yeah. yeah so uh, thank you guys for doing thank that you. Thank yeah, thanks. It is thanks very remarkable. Us. I feel like I came to age just in this episode. Yeah. Just keep saying that. Came to age. <laughs> you came of age. I, I came, came, of of age. Age. came of age. I really like, I learned about myself and my friends in yeah. this episode. This I think we all did. Cool. Yeah. On stage, Jim and Tom is a public service. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, best of luck with the forthcoming album and everything yeah. that comes with it. Thanks. And thank you for hanging out with us here thank tonight. You. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Jim. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Tom. And to everyone else, please stick around because these men. Yeah. The Highway Poets are going to play a selection of music yeah, from their set. new album. I can't wait. Which is called Chasing Youth. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. You. Love you both. I can be the one to make you Give up.
your beauty is expected is everything I need I thought I'd live life forever I was born to die young and then I'd be 27 and I'm no Alabama slammers, load them, our portraits on their knees, yeah. But the Alabama 
do this song uh, because knowing that we were coming up to this show, I've been thinking an awful lot about an old friend of mine and someone that I used to play music with. And one of the songs that I played with him was this song. And it turns out one of the songs that he used to play with his son, Sebastian, was this very same song. So this song I want to dedicate to, uh, to a dear friend of mine, Jack Now, and his old band, Avoid the Rush. About half past dead I just need to find a place Where I can lay my head Say, mister, can you tell me Where a man might find a bed He just grinned and shook my hand No was all he said Take a load off, Fanny Take a load for free Take a load off Fanny And you put the load, put the load right on me I 
picked up my bag I went looking for a place to hide When I saw old Carmen and the devil They was walking side by side I said, hey Carmen Come on, let's go downtown She said, no, I got to go But my friend can stick around Take a load off Fanny Take a load for free Take a load off Fanny And you put the load, put the load right on Slow down, Miss Moses, there ain't nothing that you can say. It's just old Luke and Luke's waiting on the judgment day. Well, Luke, my friend, what about young Anna Lee? You said to me, favor, son, won't you stay and keep Anna Lee company? Take a load of faith. Put the load right on me Crazy chest to follow me But got me in the fall Said I'm gonna fix your red If you take check my door I said wait a minute Chester Okay, my boy, just feed him where you can Take a load off Fanny Take a load for free Take a load off Fanny And you put the load, put the load right on me Lord, take me on down the line My bag is sinking low And I do believe it's time To get back to Miss Fanny You know that she's the only one Who sent me here with her regards for everyone So take a load off
Highway Poets, everybody.